morning, yeah. everybody okay. in the chat. Good morning, everyone who can hear my voice. Oh, wow. <laughs> that group of voices in my head is still on mute, so y'all get to hear that group of voices soon. But yeah, I can hear them voices now. Uh, <laughs> so you're saying we should mess with you until you start the stream. Uh, yeah, okay. All right, so... I can... <laughs> <laughs> I can fix that if I really want. Just click the button. Anyways, so good morning, everybody. How we doing? Um, <laughs> rut roll, rut roll, Shaggy. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> All right. Everything. So uh, obviously this affects you guys. So we could talk about. We could spend a few minutes and talk about this right off the bat. Um, which uh, which die are you referring to? So the the charlatans die that I was gifted. Um, that is a you. wondrous item, common. Uh, it goes for your character. Um, okay. It's when, if your character chooses to roll a, a die, then whether to make it uh, to gamble or whatever, I'm not quite sure how well it'll be useful, but <laughs> it happens to correspond on the list because I rolled the percentile. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, pretty much any one. It's it's quite a bit here, so. <laughs> That'll work. Cool. Have to make a note to create an actual Excel sheet and figure out okay how many P how many items can I pick from or I should or make a requirement. <laughs> it's like you can either pick from either the common list or the uncommon list. So. Like so did I hear there. right? You said plus one to all rolls. Yep, that is a blessing the players. For for today, for the duration so of the stream. And it does stack, so if people wow. redeem that some more, uh, for as far as the the review the for that, then that could happen. Now you can also do it. You, like I said, you could do it via bits. You could do it via direct tips. You could do it uh, via channel points. And there's a whole list of things in there. The channel points are a little more spread out as far as. If you do this one, it's for the DM. If you do that one, it's for the players, and you have to specify which player is affected by it. That's so, so cool. Kind of see how this kind of plays out. The full list, of course, is on the page, uh, on the on the Twitch page. When you scroll down, there's a panel that has the full list of all of the options and how much of one or the other to to redeem. Just have to make sure you put a message in there that you're redeeming for X for whatever it is, or just generic channel generic bits. So. That's so cool. I like it. Should be fun. Should be crazy. Should make for some interesting stuff. <laughs> it yeah. certainly will. See how this affects gameplay. Well, since we're here, I can read off the list just so everyone listening can hear. Um, for a dollar or a hundred bits or a thousand channel points, you can give a PC a D4 inspiration. You have to specify which PC. Uh, five dollars, five hundred bits, or five thousand channel points. Heal, uh, a player you choose a player to heal for a d10 uh, hit points. Uh, three dollars, three hundred bits, or three thousand channel points. Make a PC roll a nat 20 or an NPC roll a nat one. So that can go a couple of different ways, especially wow. on the channel point I side. I like that one. I like that one. Um, Five dollars, five hundred bits, or five thousand channel points. Make a roll on the potion table, common or uncommon, and have a PC of your choice find that potion. 
Oh, nice. So that'll be, again, straight off the D&D Beyond inventory of potions. <laughs> um, the another $5, 500 or 5,000 know, dollars, bits, or channel points. Wild Magic Surge. Roll on the Wild Magic table for the next spell that's cast, regardless of who casts it. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let's. <laughs> yeah. Tractor. Boom. Wait, wait, what? Wait, what was that one? <laughs> that is the, that one again. <laughs> wild Magic. That is the Wild Magic Surge. There was a table released uh, not too long ago in D&D Beyond. Hmm. Um can't remember which book is in, but it's a wild magic table, which is literally there. It goes in with a particular subclass of uh, spell of sorcerer. Yeah. Where anytime you cast a spell, you have to roll a d20. Yeah. Uh, on the result of the 20, uh, I believe it's uh, a one. It's it's a one or a 20, whatever the result is. You then go to the table, roll a percentile, and that's what happens as a reaction for casting the spell. Yeah, one of those is Fireball, if I remember correctly. That is no good. <laughs> one of them makes you speak in bubbles. So, you know, it could be anywhere between the two. <laughs> you speak well, in bubbles, but the bubbles are fireballs? No. <laughs> I mean, that would be bad for a caster. That would be hilarious. Hilarious. Very, very bad. Depends on which side you're on. Yeah, that's true. Um, Shrek doesn't know either. Uh, let's see, ten dollar, <laughs> one thousand bits, or ten thousand channel points is a gift from the tricksters because all of you watching in chat are considered the tricksters and the influencers and the create the, the 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 people who just like to mess with things. Um, make a roll on the wondrous item table, common or uncommon, and give it to a player. Um, Ten dollars or another ten thousand one thousand bits or ten thousand channel points. Enchanting gift a player a plus one modifier on all proficient skill checks. Adds to existing modifiers for the length of the stream. So if someone gifts that to a to the players to a player, any of their proficient skills gets an additional bonus to it. So wow. that could uh, make things interesting. Yeah. And yes, Shad, it would affect yours if you change your proficient skills from night to night uh, for the <laughs> length of the stream. All proficient skills if someone selects to gift it to you. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, $20, 2,000 bits, or 20,000 channel points. Blessing, PC gains one by plus one bonus to all rolls and for the length of the stream. Uh, another $20, 2,000 bits, or 20,000 channel points, Wandering Monster. Basically, I roll on the on the random encounter table for the environment and the level, and that's what you cross on top of whatever else happens that day. <laughs> that could be fun or bad. No ghosts, please, or uh, what were those things? You know, just the oh, young the, shadows. Maybe the shadows. The knows? shadows were the ones that dropped you down in strength, yeah. No more shadows, please. Um, and then the big one, uh, $100 donation, 10,000 bits donation, or 100,000 channel points is called The Fates. Suggest a possible adventure hook for the world, and we will introduce it to see whether or not the players take it. What? That could be bad. Yep. <laughs> whether it's a published thing or, or, or just, a, you know, just kind of, we'll figure out how to, how to mess with it. The hard left. The Enterprise. 
enters orbit. <laughs> Scotty <laughs> beams you aboard. Well, you know, there are a lot of people talking about that module called Spelljammer from way back in the day. Oh, yeah. All Wine kinds chips. of craziness with that. Como? Have you not Last heard of Spell? <laughs> Have you not heard of Spelljammer? No. Oh. It, was, it was basically the intergalactic expansion. It's like you start you start traveling from planet to planet. In fact, that's D technically where yeah. the Illithid were actually originally introduced. In fact, if you've watched the opening cinematic on uh, Boulder's Gate Three, that Nautiloid ship the Illid is run is running, that is from Spelljammer. It's called a Nautiloid. There is a Spelljammer ship that is a giant manta ray with a huge city on top of it. That's so a whole basically... lot of... You see that, you turn the other direction. A lot like your friend Sigil, and you see the Lady of Pain walking around. You just kind of walk the other way. <laughs> so basically, this is D&D um, &D meets Traveler? Yeah. Traveler, Star Trek, Star... I mean, it was one of those, like, back in the old TSR days where they tossed out so many different options for things it was just nuts wow. yeah. pirates of dark water in space there that you go too. dark water was such a great cartoon it was a good cartoon <laughs> so. i like all of these things very much this is really cool steve thanks for putting in all the work to make that whole huge chart What's well even i mean it was it, it was it, inspiration from somewhere else just wanted to tweak a little bit because in you know kind of make it unique for us I love it. It'll affect any and all D&D streams. Of course, we still have Extra Life going. If you want to go and support the kids, what you can click on the little the Extra kids? Life thingy on the Twitch panel. Continue to go. Last week, we blew past our $2,000 goal and extended it to $5,000. So, again, uh, if you want to keep making those donations, those perks for making donations are still in play. So, it's, um, if I remember, it was a $15 donation. Gave a D4... Uh, inspiration to players, uh, $25 donation gave, um, no, advantage and then inspiration. And then if you made a hundred dollar donation, then the party would get one D four plus one, uh, healing potions appropriate to their level. That's so cool. But what's really cool is if you go and click on your bubbles to spend them, he's actually got all the buttons set up as well. It's amazing. Was, yep. They're all so there. Cool. They are all so cool. there. And even a couple of bonus things. Like one of them is called sending, which is you can actually claim the channel points, write out a message, and we'll read it off on the uh, on stream. It's uh, Some people would call it like Valentine's or just a general kind of positive vibe kind of message or, you know, want to oh. give us a particular shout out. And then, of course, the obligatory hydrate, which in this case, it's coffee. <laughs> Nobody claimed <laughs> it, but I'm doing it anyway. So uh, now that I covered that, I also want to, again, quick shout out and a thank you to Sirenscape for all the wonderful background musics and soundboards we'll be hearing. Um, want to do a sh personal shout out for uh, Elgato and the new Wave 1 microphone. I just got that in last week and been playing with it, so I have a new mixer set up. So hopefully that's sounding pretty decent as we're mixing in all of our stuff. I have probably a little tweaking, but, you know. Hopefully it'll make the audio much, much better. More better, more better, more better. Um, thank you to the community. Everyone who has subscribed, all the bits, everything up to this point and continue uh, going forward. Uh, you guys are awesome and amazing and all that support helps keep this going and helps us expand to do more things. 
Um, thank you to my players for getting up so early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Some earlier than others. Others, uh, it's like, oh, well, I just got done with dinner. So, yeah, that's why I'm hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it there for you, Sid? It is coming up to half past three. Oh, that's so weird. So it's afternoon. He hadn't done dinner yet. Yeah. <laughs> In all fairness, though, I did do a run of 10K this morning, so... <laughs> yeah that would do it that Never would do done it that once in my life <laughs> all right now at any point during the stream if you have a question or comment or whatnot you can do question in all caps and then type the question or comment in all caps and we should have some a bot that out pulls those and puts them in a feed we can look through at our break and i think that's it do you guys have any any comments or announcements or anything like that uh don't want to seem rude and not give you a chance to get on, get out there before we get started. All good with me. I just want to suggest that we all do cosplay because our last session of October is on Halloween. You want to dress up? You are more than welcome to dress up. <laughs> you may be on your that's, own. <laughs> that's going to be a more power to you, gal. <laughs> I have not oh, bought or acquired a costume in years. <laughs> we could just do like the Disney bounding version where you just like wear the right colors and maybe a hat. Or we order Shrek. in the DM outfit. Yeah. No. Shrek could get away with no. just a hat. No. <laughs> I will literally find the worst thing on the tables and give it to you for that. No. Don't let us spoil your fun. <laughs> you you can still dress up. We're, we'll be with you in spirit. <laughs> Actually, I, I think we're... Death, you to answer the question, Marlo Mischievous, welcome. Um, no, this has actually been... A, this was started off as a charity one shot did back at the beginning of uh, August and after that uh, everyone wanted to keep playing so we added some uh, some additional cast and started making this a weekly thing I believe this is our fourth week so maybe this is episode five if you count the the one the stream is episode one my math is right yeah that's it too early for I, math. I, I've lost track. Yeah, again, too early. We show up, we have coffee, we hang out. <laughs> Love it. Don't forget the biscuits and gravy. Alrighty. Okay. That's going to happen <laughs> after today. You started this. I This was weeks ago. <laughs> if you want to catch up on what's happening, go over to uh, Scoop Studio on YouTube. Uh, we have a playlist with the Charity One Shot, five uh, episodes, because that was a long, that was a, almost a, a 10 hour. Mm -hmm. A 10 hour uh, game. Uh, it's based game. on a one shot uh, adventure that was published in Dungeon Magazine back in the early 90s called Twilight's Last Gleaming. Uh, since then, the party has, uh, after completing that climactic battle, has been uh, spreading the word that things are starting to get safe in the Twilight Gap. And from there, uh, they managed to come across some old friends. Or acquaintances and friends, uh, Schnagraz and Wilhelmina. So uh, they had gone back to the previ previously. They had gone back to the Shadowfell to uh, scout out the fortress and trying to make it more secure. Um, they did manage to uh, clear out any of the remaining creatures that were still there. 
got the teleportation circle up and running and connected and had teleported back to the Twilight Mansion, which is a, a, way, a way station along Twilight Gap in the Aryan Mountains. Now, it's a two-day travel to go through the gap. Uh, most travel, most merchants and what stop in the Twilight Gap to rest and whatnot. This is an Arctic region that they're in, so it's just gone past summer. So now we're in the long night of winter. Most day, average daytime light is dim light. Night, of course, is dark. Uh, two major cities on either side of the mountain, and we're just use the names from the module at this point. Um, <laughs> and it, so they have, they collaborated to create the Twilight Mansion and this layover. Sir Xander Ghoul is the uh, individual in charge. He's a retired military man. Um, his uh, soldiers are trying to keep the peace. Uh, the party reappeared in the cellar of the Twilight Mansion where his former mage had had a workshop and the beginnings of a teleportation circle. Snagraz, our goblin uh, wizard, who, uh, managed to love and crave research because through the aid of his book managed to put together and complete the circle and connect it to where you, the party can use it to teleport to their fortress hideaway in the Shadowfell and potentially more places as they uh, expand and explore the world. Um, like I said, we left off. You guys had just returned to the mansion, put your rooms, got breakfast, hung out with Jingle a little bit. And got your morning blessing of 10 temporary hit points because y'all have been so nice to Jingle and he continues to be nice to you. Always good. It's all right, Marlo. You just hang out with us. You'll pick it up as we go. See how things uh, play out. I feel like we need to bring a gift for that little chap. We, we need to give him some love. Jingle is happy if you typically provide him with like the sweets and whatnot. Anari and Obsidian have been doing that pretty regularly since they've first uh, met him. Cool. Let's keep an eye out for those then. All right. Do you have a picture of Jingle? <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Um. Where did I put this picture of Jingle? I know he's in Mordekanans, so that might be faster for me to look up. It's actually interesting because the re-release of Mordekanans um, Monster Folio actually reintroduced this character from second edition. Yep, it's he's called a a Killamolulus, A I L L O. M O U L I S. Gamuli. It doesn't sound super friendly. <laughs> they're not bad. They're not bad. They're 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 if, actually kind of cute. I was gonna say if you stay on their good side, they can help you out a lot. If you're on their bad side, the reverse is true. Yep, uh, uh -oh. I do have that picture here. Show a picture on stream for those who want to see what this cute little creature is. So if, if you make them angry, do they, like, take away hit points temporarily? <laughs> yes. Essentially. Yes, they they yeah, can duty. make your life pretty miserable. Miserable. Uh-huh. Gosh. Yeah. You don't want to upset the Kilmali. Yeah. Read author. 
But this is what the little guy looks like. Aww. You only see part of him. Dobby. Oh. Alright, just open it now. Oh, yeah, look at like, that. It is kind of like Dobby the house elf, huh? Yeah, it, it literally is. Um, he's a tiny fey, neutral alignment. Um, he has a blessing, bountiful generosity. The Camillus targets up to eight creatures within 100 feet of it. It can see the next time the target finishes a long rest, it regains all spent hit die and gains 10, ten temporary hit points. That's if you're nice to it. If you're mean to it. Curse of poor hospitality. The Killmost targets up to eight creatures within 100 feet it can see. Next time the target completes a long rest, it does not regain spent hit die. Ooh. Ooh. So. Well, I'm glad we are in this thing's good graces. Yes. <laughs> so. Indeed, Sir, indeed. Sir Xandergul utilizes Jingle to keep an eye on the staff for them to not do anything shady. And in, re in return, he makes sure that Jingle is uh, well fed. That's awesome. I like it. Okay, thank you for uh, showing us the picture. Welcome. <laughs> On text is a wonderful thing. Do we have the whole mansion cleared out now? We oh, the mansion's been cle been cleared out. Um, cool. In fact, but if you have your roll twenty up, so can. I'll move you over to the mansion. Let's see, this is. Oh, yeah, here we go. Is the link for roll 20 in the chat? Um, should be, you, just go into, you should be able to log in. You should be able to access the game. Yeah. Just log in to roll 20 and then just access the Twilight's Gleaming. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, I think I still need to bring yeah I need to bring over those extra characters cool. um. alright Hmm. Hmm. We've all turned into uh, Sims. Bring in those. We've all turned into what? Either Sims people or uh, Minecraft people. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. 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 That's funny. So everybody else can see this is the uh, the mansion. Oh, and I was going to say. Um, since we know the layout and the mansion, um, do we need the um, vision, the point of view aspect? And most of it should be well lit, so let me make sure. No fog of war, please. Ooh. Ah, there we are. I haven't seen the mansion yet. So, dining area is down here, right? I like this little courtyard. Oh, the garden? Yeah. And this is, this is the uh, first level, correct? 
Yes, that is the first level. Yeah, because I, I recall our rooms were up in the upstairs. Yes. All right. Alrighty then. So, are we trying to destroy an obelisk today? Mm, I don't think we've gotten the means to do that just yet, as I recall. We were still doing research. We brought some books back that we were going to try to take to Tinkerbell, I remember, um, as a payment for the displacer cloaks. Uh, partial display, partial payment to try and get some displacer cloaks. Yeah. The trying to get a, a deeper discount, I guess, would have been a better way to say that. Yeah. Um looks like we are not in our windows on Twitch. I switched it over. Yeah, I don't have that one set up. So okay. I will be I will fix all that during our break. So in the meantime we'll just theater the mind it and whatnot. Um Yeah, there's a question about how many bits for being lost to time and space. Yeah, that's not on the list. If you want to make that suggestion, by all means. I'll, <laughs> it'll be expensive. Thank you, no. Thank you, no. <laughs> it'll be very expensive. No, thank you. I don't want to do that. <laughs> exactly. Alrighty. So, so what uh, what <laughs> shall we do then? Yep, the day is yours. You guys have uh, you guys are here. Had a nice uh, night to rest and uh, be back up. Well, I want to destroy this obelisk, so I guess I will be doing some more research. I know that we found out that we have to either dispel it or cause, like, an immense amount of damage to it. Yeah, you could brute force it. Uh, that'll take a while, and it could be risky for what might, depending on what is attuned to it. Uh, other than that, it would be uh, seeking some type of uh, extremely strong magics or burying it so to speak so that it doesn't it makes travel a little uh difficult because uh think, based on the based on what you were told from sir zandigol and doing and whatnot it was the and the it was the obelisk was apparently buried by and recently uncovered due to a recent uh earthquake that shifted some stone and uh, exposed it. So if you try, you you your options are to brute force destroy it, uh, seek some very powerful assistance to try and dispel it, um, or sit there and bury it. Hmm. Burying doesn't seem like it was a permanent enough solution. Worked for two hundred two hundred years. Two hundred plus years. Yeah. I I think honestly though the the obelisk destruction is going to be a long-term goal i don't think it's going to be something that we can accomplish quickly so we should probably do a little more research and maybe try to obtain some other more powerful items that we can then utilize to destroy it as opposed to try to either bury it or or destroy it and then inadvertently create further disaster okay um, so if it's a large obelisk you're looking more sort of heavy firepower spells or even maybe siege weapons to do it yeah I would agree on that. The, well, the uh, other thing is it's now known that it's there. Yeah. Previously, it wasn't known it was there. Yeah. So maybe we should speak to Sir Zandergul. He might know who we could talk to or have a suggestion of 
what he thinks we should do. I mean, I suppose the other alternative is, what is the benefit of having easy access to the Shadowfell if they actually positioned a garrison there? Would they even maybe long-term want to keep it open? True. Maybe we should just leave it in somebody else's more capable hands and go see what else we can do in the world. I mean, it's also if we can ask Sandigal and say, what is his view on it? What is the the view on the area? Is it too much of a risk in the middle of the, the trade route? Or actually, is it something that opens up potential for other trade? Well, considering it's letting flying shadows through... <laughs> We yes, still don't know somebody what that left is. the door open. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of, speaking of flying shadows, um, we have heard several reports. Maybe we should investigate and see what these flying shadows are and help to further clear the gap. Agreed. So maybe Sir, Sir Z first. Well, we, and we've been communicating with Sir Xander Gould off and on throughout our time. Every time we stop by, we pass along new intel to him and hopefully gather some more from him. So um, we've already established those lines of communication, so it should be relatively easy to do. All right. Well, then I will find a, see if I can find Sir, Sir Xander Gould. And if not, find a servant and ask where they are. <laughs> ask where he is. All right. So you go looking for Sir Xander Gould, and he typically spends quite a bit of his time in the library because that's where he typically does conducts his business and greets with people who come to visit. So you right. walk into the library, and you see him kind of sitting uh, behind one, at one of the desks. Knowing who we're meeting, Shrag is going to uh, give himself a little shudder and he's going to be wearing a nice sort of ornate sort of mage's robe again, same as he wore when he first met him. Does yeah. it like magically change or does he go change his clothes? No, no, magically changes. <gasps> that is very a useful tool. Okay, <laughs> his little glasses and sit them onto his nose as well. Could try at least to look the part. Very nice. Do you still have the giant hat on though? Oh yeah, the hat doesn't change. Unfortunately, that, that well, not unfortunately, but that is always the big red floppy red hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine that hat is always going to be around, unless something goes horribly, horribly wrong. This is true, and of course, you know, all bets are off. I have <laughs> <laughs> Well, then uh, uh, approach Sir Xander Gould. Uh, excuse me, sorry to bother. Do you have a moment to speak with us? Yes, yes. How is your investigation going? Uh, it's going. <laughs> we know that in order to destroy or close the door to the Shadowfell, we either have to have some very high magic to dispel the magic or very powerful magic to try to destroy it. At this point, I think either of those options is a little above our wheelhouse. So we were wondering if maybe you know of someone that could do that. Or maybe you want to leave it open and set up a garrison around it and maintain access to the Shadowfell and just try to corral the creatures coming through. Hmm. He kind of sits back and kind of 
thinks, strokes his beard and thinks about it. Well, powerful magics. That one we'd probably have to send word to the larger cities out west, as far out as perhaps the Sword Coast. Um, east would probably be across the sea to try and get some assistance there. As far as more of a garrison, I'd have to consult with the guildmasters in uh, the cities to see if they'd be willing to justify the expense to bring in more of a, more to bolster the garrison. Both options are going to take some time. Uh, heading out to the, especially travel out to the Sword Coast is uh, going to be kind of a kind of a kind of a interest in a proposition because that is either that is most likely a travel by foot or cart across the uh, across the desert. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, whatever means you think would be best, uh, like I said, I think dealing with it ourselves is a little bit more powerful than we can manage at the time. Well, of course, we're happy to escort somebody across the desert or across you whatever. Could put, maybe you could be the couriers. Good. I, I, I would think we would want to clear out the rest of the problems here in the gap before we undertook that particular mission. Mightn't be a good. Plus, it's always good to travel uh, travel in spring uh, around mm -hmm. uh, in this area, especially with the the winter and whatnot. It may keep uh, some things at bay, but hard to tell with these creatures from uh, from the shadows how they would be affected by the cold. Any any news on the replacement of your mage? Uh, word is being sent out. Um, the guild, the guild hall, the guild mass, the guilds, uh, would have, the merchant guilds in the cities would be the ones handling, uh, trying to find someone to send them out here since they do, they do a uh, fund or fund most of what happens here in the mansion. It's a collection. It's, uh, it's an agreement between the very couple, the merchant guilds in the two cities. So have to maintain how that would go. I imagine there'll probably be something, somebody within the next uh, next few months at the latest. There are some uh, prom there are always promising mages, but none of the unfortunately none of them are at the skill for handling the the gate as you're asking. Well, what else can we help with around here then before we get started? Uh, there been probably... any additional reports of the flying shadows that we've been hearing about? There have been a few bits and pieces, but it hasn't it hasn't been very long, so nothing nothing really significant from your last report. It's only been a, it's only been a day or a, a, a day or so. Um, there are there have been sightings of various creatures along the path. Uh, next set of merchants will typically come every few days in the winter, so taking patrols to walk the gap or to at least check around the obelisk for any creatures that could be coming through would be probably the best use of best recommendation he would have for you guys. Where was the area of the last known sighting or report of that flying shadow? 
Uh, it was uh, traveling uh, north to south. From the uh, north northeast to southwest, toward the uh, toward the same direction as the obelisk. Might be something worth undertaking. When we do go to fetch somebody more powerful from one of the larger cities, do you have people here who can maintain watch on the obelisk? Because I have a feeling things are going to keep coming through as long as it's open. Oh, we can send word to the cities to send in more to reinforce the garrison here to handle that. Um, that is pretty much the only thing I, we can do. Um, that would take a few weeks to mar marshal and get sent over. So if you guys are good with sticking around at least till then. And then uh, once confident that the garrison is... Because uh, we've only had a light garrison here because... You know, most we've been worried about is the occasional giant or an owlbear or whatnot. These creatures are definitely um, a shift in what we need to prepare for. So that's going to take a little bit of time to gather the resources to bolster the garrison here. Yeah. Would be a shame to regain control of the gap just to lose it again. So we'll do whatever we can. Okay. So shall we go hunting beasties? I think it would uh, behoove us to go and investigate for certain. Agreed. I'm, yeah, I'll throw it. I'm very curious as to what this flying shadow is and eager to rid poor travelers of its menace. Yep. Alright, so Steve, if we're going to be out and about, I do cast Druidcraft to, detect the, to determine the weather. Of course you do. <laughs> Normally you have it ready. Normally I do. <laughs> but it also does not take me long to find it anymore because for some reason I'm in good practice to look it up. Be nice, we'll use the uh the big die for extra life I got. Woohoo. Ooh. For the kid. Uh, it's actually going to be unseasonable. It's going to be a bit warmer today, but um, about 40 degrees warmer than usual for the next 24 hours. 40? 40 degrees warmer. Wow. Almost like wow. a spring morning then. Alrighty. Hot. Hot. Uh, wind from Florida. Little to no wind. And no precipitation in the forecast for the next 24 hours. Well, that's good. Sounds that's like a good, good day to go hunting. Yes. Go hunting. We go like hunting. I'm going to take a swing by the shops first and uh, drop some of these books off, see what we can get for them. Yes. Well, it's going to take about a day That'd of travel. That'd be a to walk day through, of travel. So. Yeah. Oh, the, right. the mansion's midway between the two cities, so it's a day yeah. either way. I say Tinkerbell can wait then. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's hunt. That sounds good. All right. So we'll go, go ahead towards the uh, last known area of report. Okay. Yep, yep, yep.
Ooh. I wish my computer was fancy enough to do a background. <laughs> it probably is. It's, it's just not. Do, you should be able to do virtual backgrounds. Uh, every time I try, it says, and wait for it. Your computer doesn't meet requirements. Prepare a green screen behind you. Uh, to use a virtual background without a green screen, your Mac OS version needs to be 10.13 or higher. Um. And blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, no. Hey, you see, if, if Julian was here, you'd know what we'd be saying. We'd be saying, well, that's what you get for having a Mac. Don't well, start that. That's what she gets for having a really old operating system, which I will help you fix. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll spend that time doing tech after that. I said Obsidian Alrighty. doubles his tech support. <laughs> Bring you guys over to the gap. You can, Woo! uh... Oh, I'll transport see it. which ones are joining us today. Hmm? Ah, uh, yes. Gotta see if Shrag gets to ride anything today. Oh, yes, the, uh... See if Larry comes to join us. That's so weird. <laughs> the screen is half black. Yeah, you gotta no, turn. You gotta why. turn and yes. look. You gotta. It's so, it's only showing your point of view, so you yeah, gotta turn and look. Daytime, though, I wouldn't have expected that. Ah, good, good point. What? Somewhere in my notes, I have our marching order that we had established. Are we continuing with that? May as well. For me. It works. Right. What was it? Um, I think you were in the you were in the front scouting, um, and then it was Shrag and Wilhelmina, and I was bringing up the rear, as I recall, as rear guard. Does that, does that sound about right? Sure. Yep. Wait, you were at the front because you're you're a sneaky scout man. Thank you. I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can switch off if you want. It doesn't matter to me either way. I can nope, take. Nope, a, I'm good. I'll take a little bit of a lead on you guys then. If I'm gonna. Yeah. I just I don't want you too out too far out in front, but. Yeah, ten or fifteen, twenty feet, something like that. That works. <laughs> Twenty-six on the stuff. At least. Nice. So in a no, in a in a fairly open pathway, he you can barely tell he's just hopping from spot to spot to spot. <laughs> I'll hide on the side. Does that help your narrative a little better? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're jumping up on the side there, because this is a kind of a kind of a carved uh, walkway. Our pathway mm -hmm. that's through. Um, the upper edge is kind of is where the tree line is. Too much further into the tree line would be considered uh, difficult terrain. Yeah, no, we're good. That works. For some reason, I'm picturing uh, Kronk from Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> like, <"Nah!" laughs> oh god. I watched that not too long ago too. Such it's a so funny good. movie. I love it so much. I'm in my 30s and I still quote that movie like once a day. 
So many tropes in that movie. Oh, so good. Um, okay, so today we have a mastiff, a regular goat, and a lion. <laughs> Ooh. Lion. Yeah. <laughs> That's mm. the one we should put Shrek on. Yep. The it's lion? the only one big enough for him to ride a as a mount, so So Shrek Shrek you go to go Goat? Mastiff? Lion? And he's gonna point it up you can go Donkey <laughs> Yes, Shrek. <laughs> I mean I guess technically the Mastiff is big enough. It's up to you. Which one? Take your mm. pick today, Shrag. Is he gonna go eat me? Come on, He's gonna point to the lion and just go, Really? <laughs> <laughs> and I look at the lion and I go, You're not gonna eat him, right? No, no. You should be fine. In which case then. <laughs> <laughs> that one's nice because he's got like all the extra fur, so you can just like grab on. Little... Yeah. <laughs> What could go wrong? <laughs> Mostly nothing. Just don't make me angry, or I'll tell him to eat you. Yeah, that'll know that. Yeah, that's gonna go wonderfully. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not gonna be very filling for him. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit crunchy. Hey, do we see anything? Uh, one second. <laughs> Besides, your perceptions are so high. Yes, you would notice stuff that is coming towards you. I need to what figure out how to get my perception, passive perception up this high on my other characters. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Boom. Now everybody's visible again. Okay. Alrighty. Okay. So. You guys are all coming down the path. Alright. That's right. So, Anari has, what, the 23 perception? Passive perception? Yes. Yep, 23 passive perception, obsidian with his 18. Just for the sake of giggles, see how that plays out. Yay, Sunday. Ah, oh, there we go. Preacher? <laughs> Forgive us, it's too early in the morning. Okay. Yeah, that should be right. What will it be? I know a lot of clicking, but we don't see nothing. Yeah, <laughs> all the, the all that the always clicky, makes me nervous. All the clicky click, and yeah, you notice um, 
you guys, you notice uh, Obsidian and Inari, even, even Will, and, oh, yep, even Snagras. Uh, you guys notice some uh, some noise coming from the tree line, and hold an action if I see something um, hostile to fire a bow. All right. Now I'm gonna ready up a five bolt. Ready my longbow. this word or not quick Ramores R E M No 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 <laughs> No not that one not dragon that one. Uh, we we found the shadow a. thing it's the large shadow dragon instead shad <laughs> Oh god no Is Trask spelled with a K or a Q <laughs> well, if somebody's actually got the magic item of the scroll of uh, Summon Tarask from the new book, that, that would be quite scary. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. It would be hilariously scary. Yeah, Rat. that would be terrifying. Rat is spelled R-A-T scoop. Rat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so funny today. Yay. Well, oh, also so funny. Kind of looking at my my home game dm who's in the chat because he let slip that somebody in our world has a scroll of tarask and it's somebody we have met what could go wrong and we're that's like ha, right. ha, cool that's fine <laughs> yeah i was reading back over its stats again the other day and it's like nope 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 oh, i'd say burn it with fire but it doesn't that would really work it, nope it, they're mean yeah, so what you hear coming out of the tree line from behind is a set of creatures that seem like manta rays that fly through the air, but with these horribly fanged mouths. Uh, for those of you who had the readied actions... Let you take that, and then we'll do our initiative roll and go from there. So, sixteen on a short bow. Sixteen will hit, and it's uh, five plus four, so nine damage. Nine piercing damage. Nine piercing. There's an arrow. All right. Imagine that was the first one there. Yeah, the, yeah. Which uh, this guy? Oh, You're taking guy. left or right? Uh, this is the one I shot at. The one I'm pinging. Okay. Okay. Could I tell at all? Did that arrow do look like it made? appropriate damage for the arrow of that quality speed or do What's I need that? to switch to ma I'm trying to figure out if I need to switch to magical arrows of course no it did damage or can I tell okay so I do see blood fly okay good 
Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. So my my two will be against this this one. All right. Um, and I got a eighteen and twenty-two. Both hit. Roll damage. Fifteen total. All right. Piercing. All righty. Uh, Will and Schnagras, did you have anything prepared? Yep, I had a firebolt. Now I didn't roll particularly high, so I've added my one of my d6 inspirations we've got. So I'm plus one for this session on a 19 to hit. That nice. will hit. Which one do? Which one are you targeting? Oh. I'm going to focus on the one that Anarian's been shooting arrows at. Alrighty, go ahead and uh, roll for damage. And that is 10 points of fire damage. Okay. Will? I did not say that I had anything prepared. Alrighty, so. well in that case, let's uh, roll yeah. initiatives. <clears throat> I get advantage on initiative because of my sentinel shield, and I rolled an 18 and a 19, so that gives me a 23. Nice. nice. <laughs> Very nice. Nice, very nice. Actually, sorry, just still check so that. Twenty-three, you said, Will. Oh, does twenty? Does the plus one count for that as well? <laughs> well, that's why. What was your final initiative roll? If it's a plus one, it's a twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. Obsidian, what'd you get for your initiative? Well, it's a plus one now, a nineteen. All right. Anari? Uh, with the plus one, it'll be a 21, dirty. Okay. Snagras? So just double check. Is it the, the plus one to all proficient skill checks, or is it the plus one to all It's plus rolls? one to all rolls. Ooh. Does that include damage as well, then? Yes, it does. Oh, I didn't Ooh. include that on damage. In I which case, either. then... That's all right, though. Come next yeah. round. Yeah, yeah. Just want to make sure, because that's what I was thinking. It uh, make sure you cover it last, next time. Uh, yeah, good thing you asked. Initiative 12. Cool. I like this plus one to everything thing. Yeah, thank you, whoever did that. Yes. We just you. have to remember. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's always the trick, isn't it? <laughs> I have it across the top of my notes page for today. <laughs> I have my D things circled, so I try to remember them. <laughs> yes, that's always uh, always a good thing to have. And as such, we had a contribution in the chat for Snagraz. He gets an inspiration die. Woo! At some point during the session. Time for <laughs> some out. Oh, Shraggy. So. Standard D4, ins D4 inspiration. So if uh, if Shragnaz, if we're calling him Shraggy, does that mean the lion's uh, Shkubi? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is now all righty okay so with that will you're up okay so um i can tell the lion to follow shrag's uh orders sorry early <laughs> well, remind me again what pets are now uh, out a lion a goat and a mastiff and the goat and the mastiff are just going to be 
on my sides in case I get overwhelmed. If anything gets within melee range of me, they will attack. So a lion. Goat. And a mastiff. Yes. I think it's really funny that a goat is a higher challenge rating than a mastiff. <laughs> Probably comes from the attitude with it. Yep. It's those horns. It's the, the bad attitude in the horns. <laughs> Let's see, and Will, all of your creatures go with yours unless you're telling the lion to listen to Snagraz. Yep, it's Scooby and Shaggy right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is just too funny. Alrighty. And I am going to Guiding Bolts the dude near me with a natural 20. Oh, boy. That's going to be fun. All right, go ahead and roll it. What's the so damage? 24 damage to start. Mm-hmm. Give me the total damage. Okay, so 27 plus 6 is 29, plus 6 is 30. <sighs> 35. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, shoot. Plus 6 is 41. All right, so... All right, 41 points total. 42, including my plus one. All righty. Holy mackerel. Yep, that's going to hurt. Yep. And it is now glowing with a light blue radiant light, and the next attack has advantage. Which one did you hit? Uh, uh, the one nearest to me. Which is the one that Anari's been pelting. Okay. This one. So yeah, it's uh, not looking so hot. That was a lot of um, sixes I just rolled. Anari, you're up. All right, uh, engaging with the bow, same one still, 27 and 16. Both hit, roll damage. Uh, that is going to be 15, 17, 27, 27 points of piercing damage. 27 points, and that is it. It is done. All righty. Thank you for the sub, Bernardo. All right. One down, three to go. Woo. All righty. So, Obsidian. All right. So, I'm going to move a little bit closer. I still am not him and can't get into total range for melee. But are these like flying? Yes, they are. How high up? Uh, about 50, uh, they're about 10 feet off the ridge. So probably about 20 feet from off the ground from where you are. All right. So bow, I just used my short bow at this point for 25 to hit. And it was four, eight plus one, nine damage. All right. Same one you hit last time. Same one I hit last time. All right. So nine damage.
and I'll end turn for now. Yep. Nagraz? Okay, I'm going to whip out my scroll I prepared, and I'm going to cast the Snillock Snowball. Um, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. As I cast it, it's actually going to turn to balls of acid. Ouch. What? So. You do that? Uh-huh. I can change all my elemental damage. What? Uh, so that's <laughs> going to be a dex 15 save, and I'm going to go for... This one's looking a little closer. That's sort of the one that's just off the ridge on the, the lower level. Yep. The one that uh, an uh, obsidian's been shooting. Yep. So that's going to be casting at third level because it's one level higher than the spell through the scroll. That's a dex 15 save. And that will be... Uh, including the plus ones, that's going to be 20 points of acid damage. Wow. Dex save. 15 for half. Nope, it fails, so... Full damage, what's the full damage on that? So 20 points of damage full. Alrighty, 20 points of damage of acid. All that's the fun. Awesome. Alrighty. That should help with that. So next up is the cloakers. Okay. Oh, it's nice you can see Anarians or uh, oh, and Obsidians too. That's awesome. And don't forget on your saving throws if you're within those spaces, what you what you get. What is it? A plus three? Yeah. If you're within the yellow, yeah, I was going to say, if you're within the yellow, it's plus three. If you're within the blue, it's plus three. If you're in the intersection of both, it's plus six. Thank you, Dish Pickle, for the bets. Yes, and uh, Wilhelmina, you get an inspiration because someone had uh, claimed an inspiration for you. Oh. Get another one. Another another D4 inspiration to use sometime at a point in the stream. Alrighty. Ooh. Okay. I saw that. That was not nice. <laughs> Dish pickle, I don't know. Nope. Dish pickle claimed oh, no. a wild magic surge. No. <laughs> I'm scared. Dish pickle giveth and he taketh away. <laughs> it does. <laughs> oh, mercy. He's going to be interesting. He's waited till after the sessions are over, so we can't have retribution. <laughs> That's okay. We'll he just wait till the we'll just wait till the next season, and we plan the next run of uh, next run. 
Damn right. We have long <laughs> memories. I'm gonna say the mods don't forget. We just make notes of things. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I recently I just watched a interview. Rewatched an old interview with Carl Urban where he was doing a, a bit for the boys, and he was talking about how. While he was on the set filming Lord of the Rings, Vigo Mortensen had played a prank on him by calling his agent saying that he wouldn't get on a plane because he didn't have red socks or whatnot. Man. A few years later, he was doing an interview circuit uh, for another film, and Vigo was supposed to be interviewed the next day. So Ur so Urban's like, all right, well, you know, I want to go visit Vigo's farm because he has his, his goat farm now, which totally screwed up the interviews for the next day, but that was like a five-year wait to get back on a prank so i'm taking that as inspiration it'll come you just don't know when yeah yeah that's cool well <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah the wild magic surge okay so um need to make need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw oh no okay so oh, again anybody within the yellow gets plus three and another don't plus one. Your plus for, one. And don't yep. forget the plus one. Yes, true. So and just to make doubly sure, I'm going to use that generous D4 Bingham today and add that to it as well. All right. Yes. And I'm going to use one of my D6s. It's <laughs> a three. So that's going to be a 19. 22. Did anyone get below a 13? Nope. Oh. No. All right. We went overkill. That works there. So this one is going to move over to Obsidian, and he's going to cast Phantasms. So now instead of one, it looks like there are three coming, uh, four actually, coming at Obsidian. Uh -oh. um, And then it's going to attack with two attacks. First is a swoop down and do a bite. This is going to be a 19 to hit. Meets it, beats it. Alrighty. Going to be 10 points of piercing damage. Uh, I use Uncanny Dodge to half that. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Mayflower. <laughs> oh no. That'll be a oh, oh, yay, thanks, May. <laughs> Alrighty. I will use that on the next uh, dice roll. Um, and since it bites in, it will attach itself to you. Uh oh. Uh, causing oh, I you to be I could do this. blinded. Um, and it is. You going just got a hug. <laughs> something loves me. How does that grab you? Well, sort of like that. Uh, it comes in and grabs on the grabs you on kind of kind of grabs you on the head and kind of attaches itself. Uh, is a strength check to kind of break away. So go ahead and roll a strength check. I love these dex-based characters. <laughs> yeah. 
Because all I have is a plus zero, so whatever's the die plus my one over there. Plus one. But no, nope, I'm using another inspiration die on that. And our plus one has turned into a plus two. Thank you to Dish Pickle. Oh, nice. Thank you, Dish Pickle. My goodness. Making up for that wild magic surge. <laughs> so is that, can we stack, we can stack them, right? Yeah. So. Yep, they will 14. stack. 16. 16. Just barely breaks the hole. Most excellent. How and far away is Obsidian from me? Let's see, where are you? I have to turn to look. So. We can move through friendly spaces, 30. correct? Yes, you can. Okay. Um, 30 feet, so that would be a full move. Okay, so it attacked, it tried to bite, you broke free, it rises itself back up, it swings around with its tail, it's going to miss because of the nat one. What? So Yay, May! And it hits the, it hits the wall and, and hurts itself, right? It is there are wrong. four of them there, so you don't know which one does what. <laughs> that one should do something. <laughs> Problem is, if their nat ones are worse, that means our nat ones will be worse. Our nat ones are always worse. <laughs> Next one is going to. It's going to move over towards Snegraz and the lion. Ow. And first thing again, everyone roll a wisdom saving throw. Kidding, right? That was all looking so wonderful with being a nat 20 and it shifted over. Mm. It's gonna be a 5. Um, 18. Alright. 30 20 I, for me. I'm gonna put an advantage on that one. <laughs> <laughs> 28. Mm. That's now moved to a 25 from a 7. Wow. <laughs> I'm burning that advantage. So uh, use them before we lose them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that works. That works. So did anyone get below a 13? Nope. nope. Okay. That is another one off the list. It's going to cast its phantasms. So there are now four of them that appears to be surrounding Snagras. Oh my gosh. So there, it looks like there's eight of these things flying around us. Or there are eight of these things flying around us. Roughly, yep. So Which it looks like there are eight of them so far. Uh, this one's going to come down, and since it's probably going to make its attack on the lion first, because the lion is the bigger creature. So we'll swoop down to bite the lion. That's gonna fail. And as it comes back up, it'll try and lash with the tail. That's not gonna work either. So I would send yep. you the stats for a lion, but for some reason, it, uh, Zoom has decided I only get to chat with Steve. It's fine. I've actually every time you bring a creature out, I'm actually slowly adding bookmarks for the D and D Beyond's um, screen for creatures. 
I've got a little like zoo going on now. <laughs> that and and I, I can I, I can it. see the basic stats when I click on it and roll twenty because um, hopefully you guys the stream version of the version of roll twenty on the stream is my view, not the player view. Totally so, not looking at it. So keep that in mind. Uh, oh, I guess I shouldn't look there then. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm looking at the chat. No, looking at Twitch. I have to look at the chat. Well, you can do the chat as a pop-out. <laughs> yeah, well, oh. that's that's what I'm going to have to do then. All right. No, no looking at DM screen. Okay, so the, la the last one that's still alive comes oh. over. One more time. Uh, wisdom saving throw for everybody. Will, your friend is wishing us some wandering monsters. I'm not sure about that. No! <laughs> Why? Ooh, okay. Wow. Uh, when isn't uh, a good time for wandering monsters? That is true. Every time's a good time <laughs> for that. Five, so that's 19. Woo! So those, those plus twos and the plus threes are really helpful today. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so anyone below a 13 for the sake of nope. argument. Nope. All right. Well, I had, but then I rolled a 12 on my D12 inspiration. Oh, wow. Pulling out the big gun on that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I rolled real bad on that one. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fair. All right. So what it was is we're using the moan uh, feature of the cloaker. Each creature within 60 feet of the cloaker that can hear its moan that isn't an aberration must succeed a DC 13 wisdom saving throw or become frightened until the end of the cloaker's next turn. If the creature's saving throw is successful, the creature is immune to the cloaker moan for the next 24 hours. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, next up, he'll cast his phantasm. So now it looks like there's another four there swooping around uh, Wilhelmina and Anari, and it is going to attempt to attack Anari. Alright, that is a 22 to hit. That will hit. Alrighty. That is uh, 10 points of piercing damage, and the cloaker will attach itself to your head. You are considered oh, blinded and unable to breathe. Uh, you can make a strength save to try and break free. That I shall do. Alrighty. And that is going to cause me to use one of my d6 inspirations. And that is going to bump me up to a 17. That just that makes it. So you are no longer uh, held on to. You broke the strength ray. As it swoops back up, it's going to attempt to hit with its tail. And that is going to be a 24 to hit. That Jeez. will also hit. Where a 7 points of slashing damage. All right. Okay. That will bring us back to the top of the order with Wilhelmina. Okay, so I am going to... If I move to get near Obsidian, I'm going to leave this guy's uh, melee range, aren't I? He is actually hovering up in the air, so you're not. So. Okay. He's, well, a, he's probably about 10 feet above you, so that is outside of... Oh, no, it is within his reach. Okay, well, I have just enough movement to get over... Whoops. Wrong button! Wrong button! 
get within melee range of this guy, so Anarian, or not Anarian, so um, Obsidian can get sneak attack. Alright. And then I am going to turn around and get the guy who is attacking Scooby. Alright, get the guy attacking <laughs> Scooby. So I will hit him with a Told the dead. Cool. So that is a wisdom saving throw. Alrighty. DC 16. Jeez. Um, I need you to roll a D4. Okay. Four. All right, you do not target one of the you target one of the duplicates. The spell has no effect. Okay. But you do get the wild magic surge because you cast a spell. Uh oh. Does, and does the duplicate disappear? Double check that in just a moment. The... Wow. Never seen that before. Sure, I like the sound of that. I know. Oh, Oh, I do have it. Okay. Um. Okay. So, 1d6 flumps controlled by the DM appear in unoccupied spaces within 60 feet of you and are frightened of you, they vanish after one minute. Flumps. <laughs> Love it. Oh my god. So we're fighting and we suddenly all feel very calm. Because flumps eat emotion. Wow. <laughs> that is uh, kind of wild. That's hilarious. Even different. Uh, and they're scared of us? Uh, scared of you. They're frightened of you. They're scared of me. Yep. They're scared of you. Right. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, so, again, my, uh, my Mastiff and my Goat are just uh, waiting in case something tries to melee attack me and then they will bite. Okay, so let me do that wisdom saving throw. What was the DC on your saving throw? 16. All right. That, that one, fa- I'm just, I double click, I double check the last part. Uh, it does fa- If it fails the saving throw, it does vanish. So there's one less uh, around Snagrass. So now there are only three there instead of four. Okay. Cool, cool. Get that last little bit. Alrighty. Uh, Anari, you're up. Alright, so my first action I'm going to do is cast Lesser Restoration on myself to remove the blindness. Uh, you're not blinded when it's, uh, when it, it's only when it grabs you. When it let go, you're no longer blinded. Okay, I thought it was a spell effect. Nope. It's because it literally just decided to eat your head. 
Ah, very good, very good. In that case, disregard. Uh, I'll attack uh, again with the bow, um, and it was a 26 and 16 to hit. Both hit, roll damage. So that will be 23, 24, plus 2, 25 points of damage piercing. Alrighty. There are four of them. Uh, go ahead and roll a d4 twice. And that is going to be a four and a four. Alrighty, so that uh, both hits attack one of the duplicates and it vanishes. There are now only three surrounding you. Brings us to Obsidian. I am going to assume here that I can't get sneak attack because it says the target has to be within five feet. And no, if it's, it's, feet it's hovering about air, ten feet in the air. Yep, that's what I was thinking. Nice try, though. I appreciate it. So I'm going to attack with the bow because obviously I can't reach that high. Uh, and it's a <laughs> twenty-seven to hit. That will hit. Roll damage. Uh, and it uh, is six. I, I rolled a two on the four-sided dice to determine right. which one I'm going after. And it's it actually max damage of 12. All right. Uh, one of the duplicates vanishes. Yep. And I lose another arrow. Right. And I'm done. Doki. Uh, brings us to Snagraz. Okay, he is going to whip out the ring uh, okay. spell storing. He's got a fireball stored in it from last week. And he is going to kind of cast it in that middle area, sort of about here. So he's going to catch that sort of uh, creature in front of him. It's probably going to catch the... Uh, what's the uh, what is the range on that? It's a 20-foot um, radius. Isn't that going to hit an Aryan too, though? Well, so if I'm putting it so it's down here somewhere, so it's going to sort of catch the edge onto the creature and then it's going to catch from the flumps as well. Something if I'm surrounded by multiple creatures or believe I'm surrounded by multiple creatures, then we cast a fireball to catch them. Yep. That makes sense. Bunch of scared flumps. Alright. You indicate where you're centering it again? So it was going to be roughly sort of down here. Alright. So trying to catch the, the, the creature in front of me on the edge. Yep. Okay. That is a fireball you said you were casting? Yep, so that's expending it from the, the ring. Alright. And that is a dex 15 save for half damage. Oh, it's Fails the save. So uh, I need you to roll uh, d4 real quick to see which one yep. of the one of the cloakers you catch. That is a four. All right. Um, it catches another one of the duplicates. Okay. So now there are, I believe, Wilhelmina target one. So now there are only two duplicates left, or two cloakers left around you as the fireball goes off. 
So even the area effect only gets one of them? It was right on the edge, and they're kind of hovering all in there, so... What Do I need to make a saving throw for my goat? Your goat's not within the range. Okay. Do I need to uh, do for the flump, or does it go poof? The uh, the flump is definitely going to go away. Well, it's a twenty foot radius, so it's a forty foot. Oh. Right. Sorry. Right, uh, it's a twenty foot sphere, isn't it? So it's yeah. So twenty feet across diameter, not radius. Yeah. So there we go. All right, that one is gone. It would be nice if they were that big. <laughs> It's a 20-foot radius, so that's a 40-foot sphere. Uh, it's, if you look at the spell, it's a 20-foot sphere. So therefore, it would be a 10-foot radius. So I'm going to trust he's got his notes on that. Because uh, it's range 150 in an area of 20-foot in a sphere shape. It's up 20-foot. Okay. Alrighty. Ooh, got some more bits flying in. Oh my goodness, Dish Pickle. Another wild magic on the next spell cast. Unfortunately, Snagrass had already been casting his spell, so it does not affect him, but the next spell cast will affect that. Um, and a potion for Anari, which I will roll in just a moment. Thank you, thank you. That table... Uh, Nari, go ahead and give me a D10. Roll a D10 for me. D10, you got it. Eight. Okay. Okay. Handle that at the end of the battle. Okay. Oh, push. Yeah. The end of the battle, handle that. All right, Quicker A uh, is going to move in and attack. I'm going to try and attack Obsidian again. It swoops down. That is a 24 to hit. Yes. All right. Go ahead and say uh, 10 points of the piercing damage and go ahead and make your strength save to whether or not you get bit or stay bit. Six, 16 is the strength save, and I'm going to use Uncanny Dodge to nuke half of that again. Alrighty, so five points of piercing damage. You are no, you're not, uh, not, you managed to get free of the bite. 
it swoops up, it will try and hit the, hit you with its tail. Okay. Double checking. Yep. No more of those. Let's see. That's a 16 to hit. No, sir. Alrighty. So you dodge out of the way of the tail. Next one is going to follow it and figure out which one it is so that I can try and have a better chance of hitting it versus one of the duplicates? Um, no. <laughs> you can Only certainly try. try to attack you can certainly try. You can certainly try. How rude. Alright. Next one's going to attack the lion again. Uh, 18 to hit. Which will hit the lion. Need the lion to make a strength saving throw. Do we even realize these things are duplicates, or do we think they just turned into a bunch of them? Um, that would be a nature check. Okay, I will do that. I'm willing to take that chance. <laughs> well, since when we hit these, they're disappearing, wouldn't we have a pretty good idea of them? Yeah, they're a pretty good idea of the duplicates, but some of you may not have seen that the others have disappeared. Snagrash, do you have the uh, line stat to roll a strength check for it? Uh, or are you looking that up? Seconds, that it's a plus three. It's a plus three? Okay. Eve. D20 plus three. They get the plus two as well. No, they allies. do not. But they do get <laughs> the plus three. <laughs> Only the party, you get not the NPCs. Thing. Yeah, they would be within the, uh, within the aura. Well, that one will count. That's so plus, plus three. So yeah, so plus six, six. yeah. Actually, sorry, did we say the lion was attacking with Rocky Bee on myself? It's on you. It, the lion's on your, with, under cool. your control. That's why okay. I'm asking you. No, that's cool. Cover that one next time. Excellent. But everything's frozen to bitch two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> the cloakers got him. The cloakers blinded his computer. Oh no. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be an eighteen. Eighteen. <laughs> that that succeeds the strength save. As it rises up, it'll try and hit with the tail. Let me just close twelve to hit, which looks like it just hits, so Yeah, it's on plus twelve, yeah. Alright, so with the bite attack and the tail attack, that is 17 points of da of damage. Ooh. 10 piercing, 7 slashing. Ouchie. It stumbles quite badly. <laughs> Still up, but it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Sad lion sounds. Alrighty. Dead. That last one is going to try and attack Anari. Go again. 
Natural 20. Thou oh, shalt no. not. I will make, I will negate that. Okay. I, uh, channel divinity. What is it called? Nope. Sentinel at death's door. Okay. What's the range on that? Just for. All right. He's just within that. So yeah. Thank cool. you. <laughs> All righty. My favorite uh, aspect of the grave domain cleric. So we'll react with the tail attack as it uh, this is out on its bite. And that fails. Well, so, it still yeah. hits. It's just not a nat 20. Oh, it's just not a nat 20? Okay. Yeah, it just makes it a regular attack. So 10 points of piercing, and I need you to do the strength saving throw again, Anari. All right. I'll do the strength first and then take the points. So that is going to be a 22. 22 will succeed the save. And, and the damage you said was 10? Yep, 10 points piercing. I can take that. Alrighty. That brings us back to the top of the order with Wilhelmina. Okay, so the goat and the mastiff are both going to jump up towards the cloakers near them and try to grapple them. How? How can a goat grapple? Teeth. Okay. <laughs> All right. I need you to roll a d4 for each of them. When you okay. go ahead and roll for their, uh, we'll do the strength. We'll do the strength. Well, do the strengths. So they're both going to be after. Which one are they attacking? They're each uh, going for the one near them. So the two different ones. Okay. So the mastiff is going against B. The goat is going against A. Yes. All right. Let's start so, with the goat. The mass. So, oh, okay. The ma uh, the goat rolls a three on the d4. All right. Now opposing strength check. That's probably not going to work. <laughs> Twelve. Uh, tie. Oh. So. So yeah. roll again. Nope. No uh, meets it. Beats it. It it's a tie. So tie goes to the. We'll go tie. Tie to the defender. Because you're being the you're the aggressor, so and so it's not going to work. Okay. Ties go to the aggressor or defender. Ties go to Mastiff the defender. rolls a four, so that probably goes for the other guy. Or yeah. the illusion. All okay. right. Uh, strength check. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, that's that's like an eight. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't work. Okay. Both to succeed, both are still there. Well, not knowing that there is a wild magic surge about to happen, because Will wouldn't know that. <laughs> no, Will wouldn't. Um, I will cast Told Dead again on this one. On uh, which one again? This one. Alrighty. Wisdom saving throw. Yes. Makes the save. And you need me to roll a d4? Uh, yeah, you can roll a d4. I mean, I, it, it makes the not. save, so it's not going to affect anyone or any of them. So, but we could do our wild magic surge. Oh no! Forty-four. 
For the next minute, you can teleport up to 20 feet as a bonus action on each of your turns. What? <laughs> Starting on your next turn. Wow, that gets interesting. 20 feet? 20 feet. Well, okay then. Just call him Will Nightcrawler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm suddenly feeling all teleporty. Yep. Alrighty. That's Did she my turn. Blue too? Huh? Again? Did she turn blue too and have the little glow <laughs> shimmery effect? No, no. No, but some <laughs> some deep recess in her mind just all of a sudden clicks, and the ability because she now realizes she could do this. For... I think I can teleport. Huh. All right, that's my turn. I'm gonna grab onto you. <laughs> right. Believe <laughs> me. For the next minute, you can do that. Wow. So, yeah, this is uh, turning out to be quite the interesting uh, dynamic. <laughs> Those wild magic surges have been rather interesting, yes. Yes, they have. I've always heard that they were very bad. Oh, they can be. There's some bad ones on the list. <laughs> it's a lot like the deck of many things. Mm -hmm. How long Maybe do the we should stay around? That instead of you? <laughs> the flumps will stick around for a minute, and your ability will stick around for a minute. We're only on round three. So oh, they're going to be there for a little bit. That's so funny. Alrighty. Anari, you're up. Alright. Um, so, uh, 28 24 to hit. Alrighty. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll your d4s. D4 uh, twice. 3 and 2. Alright, that targets two of the uh, images. So, so I guess damage doesn't matter. Nope. They both vanish. There's only one left. Around you, because you've knocked out the all of them. Process of elimination, I guess. Literally. Just the one there. I have to take two more arrows off. The little red dots where there. I know there's no more illusions. How many are still around the other two? Um, I believe we still have three total around for A and. Uh, three total for B. Okay. I'm keeping track right. Yeah, three and three. Okay. Alrighty. Next up is Obsidian. Yep, gonna shoot my bow. It was a 8, 10, 17 to hit. Alrighty. Four, 8, 10 damage on one on the B4. That actually hits the primary one. Oh, yay. So how much was that total uh, damage again? The other two disappear. Uh, no. 10. <laughs> well, I tried. All right. Okay. Alrighty. So, Snagraz, you're up. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm gonna remember this time. So let's attack with the line first, so I don't get. It is going to go for a bite on the cloaker in front of it. So let's do five. That is going to be ooh, uh, thirteen to hit. Thirteen does not hit. Okay, uh, it doesn't have multi attack. It is just the bite. 
Uh, pack tactics, no way, no pounds, that's fine. Okay, that's it out the way and done with. Um, let's go with Old Faithful, and we're going to hit it with a magic missile. Magic missile, good to go. So, we're going to do it as a level 2 spell. Alright. Uh, so, we're going to do that as plus 2 to each of these, it's going to get interesting. So, that's 4, 5, 7. 9 and 12 16 21 24 points of damage alright uh, how are you dispersing the darts um how many darts are we talking so we're talking 4 darts in total ok uh, so I'm going to chuck a couple out to start with see how it goes and then if I can sort of hold the other ones off and then launch them and try and spread it around the cloakers uh, you could target all of them because there's still three of them around there's okay, three okay, of them yeah, around was, you yeah so, so just spread it out and try and do um, one dart a piece and then put a, back to the start of those three with the other one alright and it was five darts total uh, four in total four darts total the, yeah level two alright yeah. so darts gonna hit hit and two darts on the primary. What's uh, two darts worth of damage? So, okay, we'll roll that again to make it easier. So, it's four, ten. Ten points, all right. Yep. So the other two, the two remaining uh, images vanished. There was only the primary one left. And he takes two darts of damage. Alrighty, he's starting to look a little worse for wear. Alright. Same verse. Second verse, same as the first. Uh, Cloaker is going to attack Anar, uh, Obsidian. I'm down with that bite. Yep, it's going to miss on that. It's going to come around with the tail. It's going to miss with the tail. Ow! Cloaker B is going to come down on the lion again, because that's the larger creature. That is a 24 to hit the lion. Need the lion to make its strength save. Twenty-two. Alrighty, it does. It succeeds the strength save, but still takes ten points of piercing damage. Unfortunately, the lion has just disappeared. <laughs> so the lion vanishes, and Snagraz falls into the snow. <laughs> this is becoming a demon. <laughs> yeah, man. What just happened? Hey, what the? <laughs> Oof. Don't like the snow. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay, so covers that. And gonna swing around with the tail on Snagras. Which fails. Alrighty. Leaves the last one. Is attacking Anari. 
There's a tw 20, dirty 20 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Alrighty. That'd be the 10 points of piercing and the strength saving throw. Is going to be a 18. Alrighty. That is going to succeed the save, so not there. Tail on the way up. It's going to be a 12 to hit. That will miss. Alrighty. Hey, brings us back to the top of the order with Wilhelmina. Okay, following uh, Shrag's lead. I'm going to use my circlet of blasting and target three different creatures with my three different rays. And by creatures, I mean tar the, you know, illusions. So the three around obsidian? Yes. Alrighty. Nice, nice, nice. Do you want me to roll d4s or d20s? Um, uh, roll, for your, roll for your attacks. Okay. Because uh, and we'll see if they hit, and then we'll go from there. Thirty twenty. Okay. Sixteen. Okay. And twenty six. All three will hit. Okay. All right. So D fours. Uh no, just roll damage on one of the rays. Okay. Five. Five damage. Five damage on the pro on the last one. But now there's only one sitting there. The other two vanish as they're hit. Excellent. Getting my characters mixed up. Yep, that's the other one that I add fire damage to. Okay, nope, that's <laughs> it. Five damage. Alrighty. Um, is the goat and the mastiff going to do anything since they're still oh. taking on your turn? Yes. Uh... They are, uh, can they, yeah, I guess they can jump up and try to attack. Okay. Or maybe, the yeah. The going to jump 10 feet in the air. It's up to you, Steve, if you want me to uh, attack with them now, or I can uh, hold their action for if these guys come within their range and then they'll attack. Um, we can go with that. We can uh, okay. hold if they come down within five feet. Yep. Next time we'll they do swoop that. down. Yep. Alrighty. Which brings us to Anari. Alright, so uh, still targeting the one that is, was on me. Um, 16 and 22 to hit. Alrighty. Uh, both of those will hit. Roll damage. Okay, so that's going to be... Uh, 22 points of damage. Points of damage. Alrighty. Okay. Alright, this brings us to Obsidian. Muted chat. Thank you. I am going to hold my attack action so when he swoops down, I can hit him with my short sword. Because then at that point, Will will be within five feet of him, and I do get my sneak attack damage. Sounds good. Sounds good. 
All right, which brings us to Snagraz, and someone has redeemed a natural 20 for you. So your next uh, next attack is a natural 20. All oh, right. I, in which Thank case, you, Mizzik. <laughs> that could be a fireball, then. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much indeed. So that'll be a critical hit on a fireball is 20 points of fire damage, plus then two per dice. Well, no, two dice per dice. That's... Um, Next four damage, so 24 points of damage. Steely Cloaker, alright. That's awesome. And yeah, that's a that's a rank, fire bolt, right? Not fireball? Yeah, firebolt, yeah, yeah, the, oh, the uh, 20. That was 24 points of damage. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna suck for it. Alrighty. Um, and someone redeemed a inspiration for Anari. So Anari thank gets you, a D4 thank you. inspiration. Desperation. Oh. Yeah, desperation. <laughs> inspiration, desperation. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. All right. Cloaker uh, A is going to swoop down, and as it does, uh, first off is the goat because it was higher in the initiative order. <laughs> it's such a funny thing to say. Uh, so that is a, uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 13 to hit? 13, unfortunately, does not hit. Okay. All right, next up, Obsidian, you get to make your attack, because you were standing by for that. So I'm using Magical Short Sword, plus two, so it's going to be a 18 to hit. 18 will hit, roll damage. All right, so damage is... Uh, lots and lots. 12 plus 9, so that's 21. That included my sneak attack. Uh, 21 points then, of damage. And then I'm going to use one of my whales from the grave points, which says immediately after you deal your sneak attack damage to a creature on your turn, you can target a second creature within 30 feet of it. The second creature takes 2d6 psychic damage. Alrighty. Nice. So, uh, the, obviously the one closest to us, other than the one I just hit, will take seven psychic. And that will kill it. Nice. Cool. Great. Take that one off the board. Alrighty. So, it takes all of that and still comes down and does its attacks. Oh. So... Yep, that's a gonna be a miss because that'll be a twelve to hit on the bite. Coming around for the tail as it swoops back up for a critical. Um, I will de disable the critical. Alrighty. So I will use uncanny dodge to take half damage. All right, that will be three points of slashing of slashing damage then. Alrighty. And its turn brings it up to the last one. We'll fight uh, engaging Inari. That is going to be an 11 to hit, which is going to miss. Yes. Swinging yep. back up with the tail. That is going to be a 19 to hit. Meets it, beats it. That'll hit. Seven points of slashing damage. Okay. Brings us to the top of the order with Wilhelmina. All right, I'm going to stop using Toll the Dead because for some strange reason it keeps having these bizarre effects. 
can't imagine why you say that. <laughs> can't seem to explain. So I am going to use a uh, guiding bolt. Okay. Uh, which one of these is looking more damaged? Uh, the one in front of you and Obsidian. Okay. Um, then I will go for the other one with a level two guiding bolt. Alrighty. That is a natural 20. There we go. <laughs> so 5d6 is 30 damage minimum. Do you want me to roll anyway? Keep going. Yeah, okay. gotta roll it. It's not that dead. Not that close to death. 39. Sun's come out. 45, 48, 49, 51 points of damage. Right, 51 points of damage. And it is still alive. Oh, and it is now glowing, so the next attack has advantage. Wow, those things have a ton of hit points. Hey. The Mastiff will run over to Shrag in case he wants a new mount. (laughs) 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 That's fair. Alrighty, which brings us to Anari. Alright, it's going to be uh, 25 and 27 to hit. That will hit. I thought they might. So that is going to be... What's your minimum damage you would deal? Um, well, the first is going to be 11 points. That's dead. Okay. Do I have a chance to shift aim to the other? Uh, you were attacking with, or with the bow, right? Correct. Yep, you could shift your second one over. What's okay. your damage on the second one? The damage for the second one will be... Uh, that is going to be... 17. Alright. Piercing. 17 points of damage. Alright. Alright, it's still there. Next up is Obsidian. Uh, rinse and repeat. Hold attack action when it swoops. Alrighty. Next up is Snagraz. Okay, let's, uh, let's have some fun with this. So he's going to wind up with Blight. And he's going to mix up again a little bit. And this time it's going to be... Let's turn to fire damage. It's going to wither it to death with fire damage. So that's right. con- Constitution 15 saving throw. Let's just double check it out to move first to get there. Make, makes the save. Cool. Okay. Um, so it's going to be half damage. Measure that. Yeah, it's in range. So I'm going to move to get that. So that's going to be 8d8 plus the 2 per dice. 16. Uh, so that's going to be 57 points of damage halved. Jeez. 
Seven points damage. Alright, that one is dead. Ah. <laughs> Alright, so combat is done. These other guys vanish. Wilhelmina's ability to teleport soon vanishes. She didn't even get to use it. Nope. I'll stick with my rogue so he can get sneak attack. Yeah, that's always a good choice. <laughs> Alrighty, so that ends that. I try to teleport anyway. It doesn't work. <laughs> no, it doesn't like, work. Like, look, guys, look what I can do. <laughs> it's not working. Hang on. <laughs> I swear, That's a second great. ago, I could teleport. Alrighty. That's great. <laughs> oh, my. Actually, I think I'll use my movement just to swing up onto the back of the Mastiff because the snow is cold on the feet. Yeah, it's very cold <laughs> on the feet. That works. That and works. Just in case that potion is a healing potion, what was the role for the potion? Uh, yeah, so checking over the bodies, um, you find a potion of psychic resistance. Okay. Oh, cool. Uh, you got hit quite a few times, both of you guys did. Do you need any healing? Um, yeah, I took quite a bit. Um, but I think I can do lay on hands for most of my recovery. Okay. But who else took damage? Jinxie's covered most of mine because of my uh, uncanny dodge. So I'm nice. only down three hit points. So I'm kind of there. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, then. Well, I mean, I have this amazing necklace that you guys were. Oh, that's true. I'll let me let me take advantage of that then instead of using my lay on hands because I'm I'm seventy three out of one oh seven, presently. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh. So my necklace that's a bracelet right now, glows, and I'm trying to figure out where the heck it's the spell uh, cure wounds at second level. Okay. There it is. Okay. So and I'm just seeing this, so I'll apologize for the little bit of a delay, but we got a donation to Extra Life for 15, oh, so nice. you guys have advantage on a dice roll, on your next dice roll. Nice. I still have one what from the, the stream, the, the first charity stream I haven't used, so I gotta remember to use those. Um, well, with, with, with these, it's your next dice roll. So the next time you roll a die, you get advantage. Oh, okay. Um, and Mr. Chelly, thank you. We just checked the chat, so I'm going to get some healing, it looks like. Oh, excellent. Good man. Thank you, you so very much. 19 points of healing for me. Awesome. All righty. Yep. And then so that's a D10 they... of healing. So. Okay. Thank you, Pet Matari. So a D10... Thank you so much. We'll take six points. Thank you. <sighs> Alrighty. Well, I think at that point we're going to take a little break. Uh, ran a little longer for our mid midstream break. Um, so, how do you guys think this whole channel point thing is working so far? So far, it's been good for us because they haven't been helping you. So, thank you very much to those tricksters yeah, out there. Um, I will make appreciate one that. I'm gonna make one admin thing. The the blessing where you get the plus one to dice rolls. 
if it's you're using it for damage, it's a plus one to the to it's a plus to the total dice roll. Yeah, that so. would make more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little less broken. Yeah, that <laughs> works. That works. Yeah, when you're when you're rolling eight d eight, all of a sudden having sixteen points of free damage is yeah. a little big. Yeah, so. and that's how I was using it anyway. So we're just just for so we're all on the same page. A couple of things because I've never actually seen I've never actually had a skill check tie. So tie will go to defender going forward. And if you get a plus for your dice rolls, that's a plus for the total dice roll on that roll, not a plus per dice. Yeah, I figured it was like a modifier kind of doohickey. Yeah, we'll treat yeah. it like a well, we're going to treat it as a modifier. That okay. Works. Cool. Well, I think it's been really interesting. I'm, I honestly, I'm loving the random wild magic surge stuff. Yeah, the wild magic fun. has been strange. Yes. Will is deeply confused as to what is wrong with her magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually, I, oddly enough, there isn't actually a, not a lot of things to help the DM on this. If you're looking at the I list, there is virtually not. There's only. There's virtually nothing to help the DM. So I'm going to have to some figure out something else. In the future. <laughs> well, I don't honestly I can't think of anything for that to be honest. So if there's suggestions I'm all for it other than like the wandering monster or the or something like that or anything where it's like you can say one or the other, but it's yeah. all it's all heavily leaning toward the, toward you guys, so maybe I need to compensate by modifying stats on things. Oh no, 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 it's just fine. It's working very well. <laughs> I mean, probably with that one with the, the bits make crits, I mean, that, that's pretty powerful. I mean, it sort of makes an NPC roll a 1 or a roll a 20. Yeah. But, but there is the reverse for the DM, too, on that. Well, I took is away, that? I took away, as we discussed, I took away the option to force you guys to roll a nat 1. Right, yes. but you can you can still have the DM roll a nat 20, can't you? No, 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 it's no, it makes a PC roll a nat 20 or an the NPC one to give a DM, The one to give the DM the nat 20 is a channel point thing, not a bits thing. Got it. Yeah, it's a bit higher. I mean, could you make it have one for the, the, the DM that's a bit sort of a cheaper one, but actually make it just turn a miss into a hit? Uh, I think there's uh, the advantage one, I believe, is an option, if I remember right. Um, yeah, you can get... I think there's... <laughs> I think I have a channel point one for giving advantage. Uh, channel point donation to make Inspector Logan more helpful tonight's campaign. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> I'm concerned citizen. Oh, that's funny. That is, you need to learn to ask the right questions. Sorry. <laughs> I'll be honest. You gotta ask the right question. But with that, uh, I did get a couple of questions, so we'll answer those real quick, and then we'll take uh, about ten minutes and come back. Sounds good. Um, oh, actually, only one question so far today. And that was from Mr. Chili. Maybe I missed it. Are we starting in the mansion or in the town? No, today we started in the mansion, which is where they left off last session. They're heading into town to speak with Tinkerbell and see how valuable those books are. Uh, if anyone has I questions? Want, huh? I want to harvest the cloaker skins. Because okay. I have a feeling Tinkerbell might like those. All right, uh, go ahead and give me a survival check to harvest those. You're helping, help so her. I get a advantage. Get advantage plus you have, and well, you got advantage anyway because you're rolling a die. Okay. <laughs> well, well, that's true. It was on your next die roll. 
Perfect. Then fine. I'm not helping her. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. I got this. That is a 23. All right. Yeah. Uh, it takes you a couple of hours if you want to sit and wait. But you can uh, go through and harvest up all of the... Uh, start breaking down the field field uh, stripping all the uh, all the cloakers. There's four of them. Excellent. And as, she's, and as she's finishing with the bodies, I'm taking the bodies and, and using druid craft to burn them. Although doing and that, are we okay to take a short rest then? That was going to be my question. Yep. You're good <laughs> to take a short jump. rest. You're good. You guys are good for taking a short rest. And with that, we will take a break, run a couple of ads, and come back. So, see y'all in a minute. Okay. That's funny. I was starting to get a little bit worried. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll see what happens on the we'll see what happens on the next thing you guys fight. So I we're took- back. It's fun. Uh, what's Kitmatari's question? What Sirenscape is that? It's totally awesome and immersion in stereo. That is dun 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 from the from Mountain Pass sound set. The uh, scene the scene is uh, lots of wildlife about. So little tumbling pebbles, some bears in the background, some other uh, animal life. <laughs> Some cloakers, you know, nothing. Well, you know, you, you killed the cloakers, so now, you know, after, by the time you guys finish your short rest, things are kind of returning back to semi-state of normal along the pass. So, if I'm re- if I'm thinking and remembering back to our conversation um, with the madman, he said it sounds like, or it could be a cloaker, but they, the, the shadows we were looking for were probably higher than a cloaker could fly. Mm-hmm. So... We have then reason to assume these are not the shadowy creatures that we are looking for, correct? Um, roll a history check. Oh, God, how good am I? And I was going to say that that would be oh, for, for me and Obsidian, right? Uh, if you want to roll. From having talked to the to the madman. Yeah, if you want to do that as well. Yeah, you, you probably want to roll it. 17. <laughs> well, you still got a stack of inspiration things stuff, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? Oh, wait, wait. We get advantage on the next die roll. Oh, that's right. (laughs) We get advantage on the next die roll. (laughs) See? not much better. Oh, wow. I have a 16. The last one was a 2 before I added anything. Dirty 20 for me. All right. Uh, Yes. Thinking back to the description you heard and whatnot, the shadow, you're the the living shadow that the madman was referring to is much larger than these cloakers. Okay. So we're dialing in on what this could potentially be. Just don't know yet. Yes. We're looking at Griffin's manacores and dragons left is our thought process. That was the description from the first go round. Yeah. Yes. Um, how far are we towards, and we were going towards the West town, right? Yeah, that's the Tinkerbell was in the West town. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And did you did you determine those town names? You said you were going to use the module names. Just going to use the ones in the module. Just to do you know what those are by chance? Um, just so I can write down for my notes. Yeah, one second. I'm I'm okay. I we'll ship Q. We'll ship you a manacore over to uh, um, Tide the Wild Mount when we find it. 
Uh, the western town is Magnamore, M-A-G-N-A-M-O-O-R. And okay. the eastern town is Deprees, D-E-R-A-P-I-S. Deripris and Magnamore. Very good. We have names now. I like it. So did you get those? I did. Thank okay, you. Okay, cool. Yep. And I will point out that there is a channel point option to name a town, city, or town or city or NPC. Uh, if you want to redeem that, it's called the name generator. So that is an option for channel point stuff going forward. We come across an NPC that doesn't have a name or a town that doesn't have a name yet. Like so. It. Um, yeah. So you guys are about halfway through toward uh, Magnamar. Okay. So. You'll finish out the day. Things are fairly quiet as you go. And then you arrive into Magnamar uh, that evening. What do you wish to do? What time? So if we head to Tinkerbell, is it still open? Go ahead and roll a straight D20. Do I add the plus two to it? Yes, you would add a plus two because the plus two is on Five. all die rolls. All rolls. All die rolls. I'm just making sure. Mm -hmm. Five. Nope. Well, I didn't do it when we were selecting cloakers because couldn't have six cloakers. <laughs> so I didn't know. I saw that. Maybe I should I start apply. doing. Maybe I should apply that to me too. <laughs> all die rolls. Hmm. All die rolls. I'm thinking no. <laughs> I'm thinking that's fair. You get plus two on all die. I get plus two on all die. Yeah, that's the, fair. The point it balances it. The, the point there is then that there's really no advantage to either, so why have the plus two? Ooh, that's a Guarantee good Guarantee successes? Or higher probability yeah. of successes? Okay. You're the DM. You're the final authority. I'll let you make the, uh, I'll let you make the decision. It was a whopping five. Ooh. Uh, no, her shop is closed by the time you guys arrive. All right, so, so we go we'll, to the tavern. We'll go to the tavern and seek our usual uh, establishment for lodging for the evening. All righty. And when I when I walk in, I do want to scan and see if our our hooded figure with the green eyes, the Emerald Lady. You want to see yes. the Emerald Lady's in town? All right, uh, that will be a investigation check. I don't see squat. As I said, do you, do you want each of us to make or just one to make? Oh, uh, he's saying he's saying he's looking for her. What are the three of you doing as you come in? I mean, I can't look for her because I've never met her. You've never met her. Yeah, same same boat with me. All right, I'll look then. So okay. I got a seven, but that was because there were six points added to my nat one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, that's funny. And you, and you, I'm sorry. You wow. said investigation or perception. Uh, that'll be investigation because you're looking for a specific person. Specific person. Okay, cool. Uh, I don't have as much of an advantage on that one. Yeah, that's going to be a whopping 10. Oh, no. The 
dice have turned. Jail. Next. <laughs> you know something? You can't jail the D&D Beyond dice. I think you should be able to at least, you know, digitally jail them. <laughs> Anarian Obsidian, why are you wandering around in circles? <laughs> well, I did a little bit better than circles. I'm an average roll. But <laughs> I'm getting. Old, I don't see who I'm looking know, for. Sit senile oh. from me. Hey, I'm the one that gets called geezer in this group, buddy. <laughs> well, then I guess color the just... beard a little bit. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> it's a term of endearment. It's obviously it's fine, honestly. But it matches the cap. Oh no, the cap is blue. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well then, I um, guess we get a room and rest for the night because we're yeah. Yeah. I think we'll uh, go ahead and use our guild privilege and uh, settle for our room for the evening uh, the guild the, the guild privilege was uh, half price on purchasing stuff so purchasing lodging right fair point fair point thank right. you so you're able to get in get your lodging so how much food in the room for the night? All the uh, food. <laughs> and biscuits and gravy. That's for morning. And I was going to say, that's for morning first. And, and second of all, we already determined that the uh, Crooked Tooth over in Darapris has the better biscuits and gravy. Yep. <laughs> oh, I see. We're getting picky about it now, are we? <laughs> we, we are. There, there are quality levels. Snobs. It's a quality of life. <laughs> Um, so it'll probably, it would be, uh, half priced. It would be two gold for the room and another gold for food for everybody to eat. Right. You want to split night. it again, Obsidian? Yeah, we can do that. It's two okay. and a half gold. Yeah. I want several different kinds of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> potatoes are the most versatile food ever. Do you want jacket yes, potatoes, yes, boiled potatoes, dauphinoise? Fried, smashed, hashed. <laughs> and yet, really, you're just eating the same thing, but it all tastes so different. Boil them, stir, <laughs> boil them, fry them, cook them in a stew, in a stew. potatoes, yeah. potatoes. <laughs> yeah. No, not moldy. Not moldy. No. It's cheese, not potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely at the green ones. Mm. That's fair. Okay. So that goes on. Morning comes up. Anything you wish to do before breakfast? you take a rest? Oh, um, you're still the, back at rest. The evening Sorry, before? Yeah, no. Yeah. If there's I nothing, did, if there's nothing anyone wants to do, then we'll just fail over a long rest. Next morning, yep. coming down. It's a early mor It's a morning. Not Breakfast. a lot of people in the uh, in the uh, common rooms hanging out. Food. We'll yeah, have breakfast while we're breakfast. here. Of course, your normal bre the normal breakfast spread is there with the uh, eggs, bacon, breakfast beers, hearty uh, hearty hearty pastries and stuff for the so cold climate. Be a gold. Yeah, be another gold for the morning meal. Okay. Really strong it. coffee. Split that. Taters. Yes, sir. 
All right. So Shrag is going to go over to Anarian and sort of say, Jawari's paying for things. Here, have some gold. And he'll hand over three gold because so far he's not got an awful lot, but you guys seem to keep on paying for stuff and he, he doesn't like not paying his way. Uh, I'll tell him that we're taking this from uh, our treasury fund, so keep your own personal for your for yourself. This yep. is for the group. When oh. we adventure, we'll take part of it and put in a treasury fund. Yeah, well, every time we get treasure as a group, then we'll divvy it up, but one portion will go over to the, the group fund. Yep. Oh, cool. So what he will do is, um, obviously, we got some spell scrolls last time around. Now, if there is a kitty going, there's a couple of spells that he can't do just yet. Um, there are some of the spells to be uh, scribed. So I'll probably tell you get some point on that for the cost for it. Uh, to scribe a spell into your book? Yeah, so I get... The rate is 50 gold per level of spell. Yeah, so I get half on that because of my class ability. So I think there's two 75 gold piece spells, a 50 and a 25. And the gear spell at 5th level I can't yet scribe because I can't cast 5th level spells. So it's at some point is having to work with somebody about spending that money to describe them. Yeah. Well, also the, the, the book allows you to scribe the spell, just not necessarily learn the spell. Okay. Because the book, the book itself is technically a higher spellcaster than you. So you could uh, attempt to write it in there. In uh, It would just then disappear and as when I can Look see and retain it. it until you can yeah. cast it. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Um, we are going to go to Tinkerbell, but I'm also going to need to visit um, a Bowyer because I'm uh, a little bit low on arrows, having used quite a few in the last couple encounters. Okay. We also yeah. need to go have some potions identified, the ones we found in the lab. Oh, well, Shrek can do that the night before. Okay, he's got okay. the identify. He's got the identify. He's got the identify spell. Yeah, so we yeah. never we never have to right. I didn't have anybody that, else so do we'll, that. Yeah, we'll wait till right before your our next long rest because we've yeah, already yeah. said we didn't do anything else. Okay, I didn't oh, yeah. know you had it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so go to... look at Will and ask her if she needs any spell components. Um, we could probably. It, we need diamonds. Uh, so we gotta look for a jeweler. Well, it's a more. It's still a, a magic shop because it's a component thing, okay. not necessarily a jeweler. Um, right. you need what the one? What what diamonds do you need? 300 gold diamonds. Okay. How many do you Oh, it looks need? like I have two, actually. Okay. So maybe not. Okay. Let me go do through my list. Any other components? Yes. Let me go through my list and see. Okay. So we'll start at Tinkerbell's and we'll work our way out. Okay. Yep. All right. While you're so looking. you guys go and visit Tinkerbell, the uh, little gnome artificer. Yeah, uh, today's hairstyle is one uh, pigtail is pink, the other pigtail is blue. <laughs> nice. 
Why is she so adorable? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so you come in, and she see, she she greets you, and, and and asks how things are going and whatnot, and asks is kind of surprised you're back so soon. We have something for you that we think you might be interested in and could maybe put towards our cloaks. Really? Okay. What you got? Well, Narian, I mean, Obsidian, come here. Let me get the thing out of your bag. And I put all the different squishy skins on her counter. These are freshly harvested from cloakers. I don't know. Smells like it. Okay. <laughs> Very fresh. Nasties. Okay. And then pick up books. It won't right. smell as bad. <laughs> All right. Which books are you pulling out? Well, didn't we only bring back the certain ones that we wanted to give her? I, but I don't... Re I wasn't we, looking at them, so... We, we, we brought back a big selection of books that was the, the aim was to try and fit as many as we could into the bag that we bring back and probably leave some in the library but i think we identified some that we would sell i was okay. gonna say i thought one of the one of the days down in the library researching i thought that will had said she was looking specifically for books that might interest an artificer okay yes I do. okay well i was trying to also because some of the books are uh didn't know i wasn't tracking which books you were pulling so Wanted to make sure, um, and I, yeah, we were no, not. We were being careful us, not to pull any Shadowfell books either. Yeah, no okay. Shadowfell books. But besides that, you never really told us any specifics on what the That's books fair. were. That's fair. Um, so pulling that out, you probably have about, mm, I'd say probably five books that were that were not uh, that looked like they were they were not uh, penned in the Shadowfell that they were penned on the material plane and just brought over. So five of those tomes, uh, some of them are some of the pretty, pretty substantial. Let's say probably two to three, uh, two to three to six inches in thickness uh, for a couple, for a few of them. Um, so she pulls, she pulled them out. She looks through them. Um, she'd be willing to pay you, uh, and you want to sell all of them, or you want those are all the ones you wanted to sell. So she'd be willing to pay five hundred gold for the books because she sees that they're old tomes with a lot of old, uh, interesting uh, bits and pieces and formulas. Um, at this moment in time, Shrag's in his most studious-looking little sort of. He's got a little tweed suit on, and he like the, like the, the brown elbows of leather pads and stuff. He's got little spectacles on his nose. And right. uh, when, when she says 500 gold, he's going to step forwards and uh, give a little cough and go, <clears throat> excuse me. My dear lady, I do believe that these books actually should be more worth the value than that. I think you can raise a little bit higher than 500 gold pieces. <clears throat> Shiny books. Comedic <clears throat> <laughs> value alone gets you bonus points. <laughs> wow. you've, all seen, you've all seen gremlins haven't you with the one that does the interview with grandpa <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep 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 
Amazing. Um, go ahead and roll a persuasion. Okay, so this is with advantage. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to add to that my final d6 bonus. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, um, okay, so that's 14 plus the 2, so that's 16 plus that, so that's 22 plus the 2 for the dice, so that's 24 in total. Okay. Uh, she, she looks at you, it's kind of cocks an eyebrow at the uh, very uh, interesting tone of voice you took and kind of smiles and says, yes. That's why I'm offering you 500. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, <laughs> um, Shrag is going to turn around to Obsidian and go, tried. But if you want to, if, you, if you're trying to knock down... If you're trying to knock down the price for those cloaks that I'm researching on making, uh, these uh, adding these cloaker ones and the books, I can knock another thousand off of that uh, research and fabrication if that is, will be sufficient for you. I think that's acceptable. Yep. All right. So she takes the takes the books, carries them back, comes back, kind of. Picks up one cloak at a time, or cloaker skin at a time, and takes it to the back. Oh, yeah, they're very fresh. At least the last <laughs> one you tanned a little bit before you gave it to me. <laughs> we didn't have time, sorry. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Anything else I can do for you, for y'all? I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and purchase some components to kind of restock my supply. Okay. And, uh, which Magic uh inks, the inks generic... and parchments and stuff yeah okay no i don't have any i don't have any specific components that are that are cost specific sounds so. good sounds good all right i need would you have miss tinkerbell a gem of any type worth 50 gold not currently for sale but i do know that there is a magic item shop in town or another component shop in town, which is where I typically go. Uh, okay. You could go and ask That's them. Mr. Jorgensen's, I believe. Uh, Jorgensen focuses on climbing gear and things for traversing the mountains. This is something more of a general general use because most, like uh, uh, her, the uh, Tapera sisters that run it, one's uh, more of a apothecary type thing for healing things. The other one is more of the destructive type so they make a good team one destroys one restores very strange um the name of the shop i was gonna say because i i had down magic shop was the uh blue lizard man jorgensen jorgensen but your but looking through his jorgensen focuses mostly on exploring and climbing okay and and kind of out in the wilderness stuff uh Describing what you're describing and what you need, that's probably more she's she's deferring because this other one tends to have a lot more of that stuff that she sells to the other people for their uh, yeah. crafting. I so, just wanted to make I just wanted to make sure I hadn't noted it down incorrectly. No, no, you're good. 
Okay, when so we I'm start getting the world anvil creating? stuff created, so, all of this stuff will start getting flushed start out being, much better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so apoth the apothecary and destructive sisters. Um, yep. Do they have names? Um, one is not off the top of my head, but I will okay. give you those fair, names. Fair, fair enough. Um, but they're a very interesting duo. They've been in town for a very long time. Very, but they generally keep to themselves. They have a shop uh, more or less on the northern. Uh, northern edge of town. Uh, northern edge of town. Okay. All right. I'll. Uh, how much for the uh, restock? Uh, the restock will probably be, will be about uh, three gold three for gold. Okay. all the various minor supplies that you you're looking for. Very good. I will account for that. All right. And she also gives you a reference to a bower, which happens to be the same blacksmith dwarf that you talked before. That we've so, already talked to. Yep, has, so. has has he been named yet? I uh, don't have a name for him yet either. So. Very good. No worries. If people want to claim some channel points to suggest some names. If not, we will work on getting those names out. Sorry, I don't have a off the top of my head list right now. It's good to go. Um, so I'll, I'll swing by the bower on our way to the... Uh, shop on the uh, north edge and uh, purchase some arrows to put back into my uh, supply and I'm going to actually since I do have that quiver alone I will go ahead and purchase some extras to keep in there that's good and uh, it's almost one o'clock so this is where we will cut it out for this week and pick up again next week with uh, going to visit the magic shop and the sisters all right uh, which I'm sure is going to be quite the experience because uh, they're got a couple ideas of who they're going to be. Uh -oh. Need to make as long as it's not a coven of hags. Yeah. Uh. 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 You've only gone and said it now, haven't you? Don't need to be researching any meat pies. No, no, no. Alright. So just for reference, I've totted up the um the money to, to scribe those spells and it would be three hundred and fifty gold. Alright. Um, so don't we want to do that at some point, whether it become out the, the joint fund or or whatever. How do you guys want to handle that? So Shad, you're keeping the the joint fund, correct? Not yet. Okay. We had actually never even really funded one. Cool. All right. So we should probably like do a that. conversation conversation offline. offline. Yep. yep. We'll have yeah, that yeah. conversation yeah. offline. We'll yep. on that. cool. That's fair. That's fair. So, uh, as uh, I know, we got kind of a late start, rocky start, because uh, all this new channel point and view interaction stuff. But how did we think the session went today? Pretty good. Yeah, it was good fun. It's uh, definitely mixing up a bit with the combat. It's, uh... <laughs> yes. It's going to make life very interesting, I'm sure. So, <laughs> trying to flip through and watch everything as it, as it comes through. It's uh, quite interesting. And got a number of things to read through on the activity list. Uh, top the, start at the bottom, work our way up. Uh, Bernardo Pavia, thank you for the sub. Dish Pickle, thank you for all of the bits and the sub. 
that you gave us. Uh, Fo uh, Fox Moss Fowl, Fo uh, thank you for the follow. Beardos, thank you for the follow. Um, Just Jack, thank you for this. Thank you for the two month sub. Uh, Quillith, uh, thank you for the follow. So that is good. All those, everybody who did the activity had the uh, channel point stuff. That's awesome. So yeah, it's all kinds of fun craziness. So many good things. Yep, so many good things. Hopefully this uh, continues to be a good thing and we'll see how it kind of goes and we'll kind of shake it, shake it out and go from there. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that. So... Um, uh, again, running from the top, thank you to Sirenscape for all the background music and soundboards you've been listening today. Uh, go check out sirenscape.com, check out all of their fun stuff, including their online player. Thank you to everyone in the community uh, for continuing to hang out, follow, support us every way you can. Uh, episodes, the episodes are also going up on YouTube, uh, Scuba Studio on YouTube. You can check out that and check out uh, all the other craziness. We have Scuba and the Rye podcast on Tuesdays. We have Challenges Accepted. We have this show on 10 a.m. Saturday mornings. We have Challenge Accepted, 8 p.m. Saturday nights. And Sunday mornings, we have Sunday with Scoob. Uh, probably going to shift the time to 10 a.m. Eastern just to make it uh, a little easier for some people in uh, Western time zones who want to potentially get up and have their coffee with us. I uh, can say that this week we are going to start our run on Baldur's Gate 3 as it just released for early access. So we'll see how that goes and chat, hang out, drink coffee, all that fun stuff. Yeah, look um, forward to that one. I've uh, been starting myself on that one. It's good fun. Yeah, it's, I'm really, I booted it up just a little bit and it looks so pretty, even though I'm running a 980 uh, graphics card. So I can only yeah. imagine what it'll look like when I finally get to the point I can be like the, get a 3080 or a 2080. But we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you to all of you for hanging out with us this early in the morning. I know it's uh, early and some of us uh, needed our grab our coffees to get functioning. <laughs> mm. So I don't believe it's all there's... good fun. <laughs> oh. Or as I would like to say, I think you all a jolly good bunch of people to play with. Oh my God, Shrag's new voice is so funny. <laughs> it's going to be interesting, I'm sure. So things are not to... Yeah. But uh, if you guys don't have anything for me, then I will wish, I will say, as you have anything or all good? Yep. I'll yep. go from this side. Sweet. All right, then I will wish everyone out in the chat and the interwebs, thank you for hanging out with us. We will see you tonight for Challenge Accepted, 8 p.m. Eastern. With that, yes, or are you just waving? You're waving, aren't you? Just waving. Okay, <laughs> just waving. Shiny, what, what, Elbow, what? elbow, wrist, wrist, elbow, <laughs> elbow, wrist, wrist. All right, stay safe, love each other, and don't forget, if you haven't registered to vote, get out and vote. That uh, that time is coming, and all, everything's on the line, so definitely do that. And we will see you on our next one. Good night, everybody. Or good day, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>